Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. So, of course, Barbie is all the rage. And pink is all the rage. You know, as, as I said, I was at the shops yesterday, and there's a lot of pink going on. I happen to be a bit of a fan of pink, uh, not just the singer, but also the color. So, I get it. But but this whole idea of Barbie talks as a trend that makes me a little nervous. Barbie Talks is taking over social media with followers trying to get the iconic doll's slim shoulders and neck. Look, I'm not in any danger there. The procedure involves injecting Botox into the trapezius muscles in order to relax it. We wanted to get a little bit more information around this because it sounds, it sounds, well, it actually sounds a little dangerous maybe more more emotionally or, or, or more psychologically than physically but uh, let's speak to the expert dr alec nicolik is a renowned aesthetic medical practitioner very good morning to you thanks for joining us how are you good morning howard i'm very well thanks and thank you for inviting me so it's uh, are you seeing this i mean are you seeing this in practice here in south africa or is this really just one of those things that we can shake our head and say oh, americans so, you know, I, I personally haven't seen or had a request for someone to get to to do some Barbie talks or injecting right. the trapezius muscle, but we do have um, patients that we see for medical reasons um, that we do inject that that muscle occasionally. Um, so I believe that it's mostly a social media thing, um, and, and it, it and does get that you mentioned. So, say that again. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Sorry, it, it does give the effect that you mentioned. That, so what is that effect? What, what are they trying to achieve? So very simply by injecting the trapezius muscle, it's a muscle that starts at the base of the neck and extends towards the shoulders and even a little bit down towards the lower back. Ah. By injecting it, it slims that muscle and gives the appearance of the illusion that the neck looks a little bit longer and the shoulders become less bulky. Um, and, and so the effect is, is to give almost like kind of that, that Barbie effect. Amazing that. And that is, why would that become the one trend around Barbie? Surely there's a lot of other things to make people want to look like Barbie. Sure. I, I think that's just one of them. You know, I think that there's been multiple um, associations with Barbie and, and they've kind of taken off as trends. Mm, mm. Um, but I also believe that it is kind of like a, a marketing tool that, that some aesthetic practitioners tend to use. For me personally, I think that it should only really be used for a medical reason where someone has severe pain. Oh, so I was going to ask you, so that would, right, that would be for pain essentially. Your pain and, and severe spasms in that area or fibromyalgic kind of conditions mm, are mm. involving that muscle. So how, as a, as, as a, as somebody involved in this field, how do you differentiate or how do you work with a patient if, if you're concerned that maybe it's going a little bit too far? Because to some extent aesthetics is Addictive in that it causes you to focus on imperfections, not causes. It often results in you because then you, you, you get something right and then you see something that isn't right and, and so it goes in your quest 
to perfection and youthfulness. Obviously, there's it's it's very helpful. It's very positive if used correctly. But when it steps over that, when it when it becomes um, maybe just a little obsessive, then it can be quite damaging. As as somebody involved in this, how do you deal with patients on this type of thing? Yeah, how do I, I actually completely agree with you, now, and I think that it, it is a fine line, but what it basically comes down to is the physician or the doctor that's treating the patient. You know, at the end of the day, these are medical treatments, right. and every single medical practitioner should view it that way and actually should guide their patients. So there are times where you need to say no. Obviously, not as briskly, and one can explain why. Right, of but course. I think that the end result should always be natural, and mm-hmm. that's what every physician should strive for. Absolutely. The, I've often been involved in conversations where people say uh, that it's a good idea to start Botox, for example, at a younger age because it, it actually prevents wrinkles ultimately because those, uh, the, the, you know, they, they haven't formed yet. Is, is there truth to that? You're 100% true. You know, if you start early enough, then one can prevent uh, wrinkles from forming. But, but again, I think what's important there is that when someone is young, whether in their 20s um, or early 30s, and they're starting these kind of treatments, that one should allow as much movement as possible to achieve that natural effect because their skin is young enough and they're full of collagen and elastin, and just by restricting movement as opposed to completely stopping movement, one will be able to delay the onset of wrinkles. So what age would you think that is uh, it's a, an idea to start considering that? You know, it's, it's a difficult one because it's not really an age thing. I think that it's dependent on a number of factors, including the degree of sun damage, uh-huh. the type of skin, right. but also... You know, as a, purely as a preventative, then um, one really isn't indicated really by age, but we model out to inject patients that are younger than 18. Right. Well, that Contraindication. Right, right. Well, that, that would make sense. Very, very interesting. Uh, and, and I think important because many of our listeners and many people, of course, are, um, would love to look better younger, uh, healthier. I do think it makes a difference in a work environment. I think it makes a difference to self-esteem. I, I think it's extremely positive, but of course, knowing what that balance is, is always a challenge. Dr. Alec Nikolic, who is a renowned aesthetic medical practitioner, talking to us about this trend, this Barbie tox trend. I, I suspected, um, as was confirmed, that it isn't something we're seeing too much of here in South Africa. It's all over social media, which is why we found it interesting. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, it's a, a nice and nice springboard for a conversation around this issue.